Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. We're here to discuss the final finale. The finale of Jessica Jones. So if you have not uh if you've not seen the full season of Jessica Jones season one, uh you may not want to listen to this because we're about to start spoiling in three, two, one. She killed Kilgrave. What the f- mm. I am mourning the loss of Kilgrave. Yeah. I'm honestly mourning the loss of Kilgrave, which is so sad. I thought it was a great, pretty good death. Could have been better. Could have been a little more epic. I almost would have preferred him left with Trish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know about all that. Like, uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like what was happening with Trish. I was just like, she's got earplugs in, undo the headphones. Oh, there's, yeah, got was, to, there's something. That was, that was rough. Yeah, that would have been a twist if Trish had killed him. Yeah, I thought, like, the way that she was walking up to him, just kind of like, I think I should go to him. I think <laughs> that's what he wants. Yeah. So now I'm going to stab him Yeah. in the chest with a kitchen knife. That's what I was expecting to happen. But Trish isn't a killer. Trish is a hero. She wouldn't do that. Yeah. There's no way to contain him. So here's the thing about this episode. I like it. It's okay. But I think it's my least favorite Jessica Jones episode. Why's that? Because it's the one where David Tennant got killed. There's that. That, does, that, is, <laughs> that is a real problem for me. Um, and, you know, it's funny... It, not to constantly make the comparisons, but uh, Daredevil, the final episode, was my least favorite. And I think part of it is it was the most formulaic. Um, Daredevil became a superhero show in the last episode. Yeah. This became Get the Bad Guy. Um, it, there, there was not nearly the element of uh, her investigating that there was in almost every episode. <laughs> yeah. It kind of lost lost a little bit of the investigation side of things. And Claire, while I was so excited to see Claire, and I wanted her to be in this entire season, yeah, I kind of wish that they put her in any other episode. Why? Because I don't think they had time to develop her and like introduce her into this show and to like they they had but half of this episode is Claire and Jessica bonding weirdly well it's Claire and Jessica bonding over things that you should already know about as a fan of the MCU sure it's not very accessible for people who didn't watch Daredevil but well even so they're going to ask their friends who did watch Daredevil like who was this person and they'll go oh she was in Daredevil you need to watch Daredevil it's kind of to me, sure, and that's all well and good from like a promotion standpoint. But as for serving the story of Jessica Jones, having Claire, this character who, if you don't, if you haven't seen Daredevil, and you're really wrapped up in this sh- this show and this story, oh yeah, it's a little bit disjointed. It's a, it's a little disjointed. It's like, oh, by the way, let's spend twenty minutes of this episode with Rosario Dawson, who doesn't seem to be that interesting of a character. It, it seems like something you would introduce, like, episode four. Yeah. Or she's episode just, eight or nine. She just seems tired the whole time. Like, yeah. God, i got to deal with these specials again. 
I, I mean, she's de- it was definitely interesting to me as a way of connecting it to Daredevil. That was really cool, and I liked yeah. how she mentioned um, it would have paid off for me if in the final scene she goes back to her apartment after everything, and Daredevil's standing in her apartment, and they have a conversation like, I need your help with something. Claire told me about you. So, you know, so like that would have been awesome. Uh, but the fact that that never paid off, what, it will. What if it was him standing in, in her office just like, I know you killed him. Wanting to serve justice in some way. Right. Like he's there to, he's there to stop her. Yeah. As a vigilant, because she's like the wrong kind of vigilante. Yep. That could be good. <laughs> nah, he's got his own problems to deal with with uh, Punisher next season. Yes, which will be a similar, sounds like maybe a similar storyline. Anyway, I just thought that it was a bit of a weird last episode. Yeah, I mean, it was, as MCU fans, it was a great addition and a great connective tissue because, you know, she was a very big part of his thought in Daredevil, and she's pretty great here too and if you know the character like we do in this one it's just a continuation of her that was something else i was going to point out is claire felt different to me she's being directed by someone different and probably written by someone different yeah and she felt like a different character to me she didn't feel consistent between daredevil and here and that may be because it's been a while since i saw daredevil She's, uh, she seemed similar to... She seemed like a tired version of herself. Like she was at the end of a long shift and just really wanted to sleep. She seemed like a little more tired and a little less in love with these folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now she's a little more forgiving of Matt, I think, when he's doing whatever he's doing. Um, well, you know, he saved her. Yeah. So, so I just think that she doesn't have as high opinion of these folks. Maybe. Thinking about it, you did say episode four earlier. Episode four is the one where she got kidnapped by the Russians. In Daredevil. And he saved her. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I would have loved to seen in this show, this this Claire episode could have been episode 12 for me. Yeah. Like, sprinkle her throughout episode 12, and that would have been a nice little, like, divergence before they come back to focus on the story in the last episode. I want to see, like... I want to see more of the show I'm watching in the last episode of a show. You got a fair amount of the show that we've been watching with, like, Albert's arms getting cut off and forced down the disposal. Agreed. There were some moments in this episode, <laughs> believe me. There were some killer moments. Um, but, you know, still didn't get his fingers. Still didn't. Still didn't get his fingers. His fingers. I, I loved the whole hospital scene. Yeah. There were great things in this episode. Don't get me wrong. I don't the hate needles the episode. Bending. Uh, the needles bending. The drill burning out Kilgrave. I'm more thinking about Kilgrave controlling the entire hospital. Oh, yeah. That was terrifying and that really super was. fun. It was like a zombie movie. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, all the, just everyone's just mindlessly after Jessica. Yep. So fun. There was that one person who was like, you? You? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is he? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I loved that scene. I really, really did. And I did love Rosario Dawson in this. She's good in everything. And her and Kristen Ritter being on screen together, I just both of my loves. <laughs> both of my loves were on screen together, and that was nice. <laughs> One of them had their pants down. That's right. She's like, you don't know me. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I've seen you with your pants down. I've seen you with your pants down. So <laughs> so much fun. 
I really like the conversation between Malcolm and Claire. Yeah. Talking about how they're the sidekicks. Yeah. I'm nobody's sidekick. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Over, overall, it's a cool, cool episode. Um, also, uh, we don't, we still really don't know where Luke Cage stands on Jessica Jones. Like, what he thinks of her. Yeah, he just kind of disappeared. He was controlled by Kilgrave. That whole last episode, he comes back. Last thing we know is real Luke Cage. He was telling her she was a piece of shit. Then he comes back. He's Kilgraved, so we have no idea how much of that was him and how much of it was Kilgrave. Yeah. And then he gets up and just disappears. Man. Very crazy. One flaw in this episode, uh, like from a technical standpoint, or, or like from a logic standpoint, how in the world did Claire get Luke into that bed? <laughs> Carefully, Jessica is like carrying him, lifting him, puts him in the thing. Like, obviously, Jessica could, could take Luke wherever she likes, but then she's like, "Here, Claire, take him home, take him to this address." <laughs> I want to see that happen. Like, I want to see little Claire trying to get Luke Cage, <laughs> a, an unconscious Luke Cage, up up the elevator and then down the hallway. Well, it's like a weekend at Bernie's, but a really heavy Bernie, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, nurses are stronger than you think. <laughs> That's all I can say. Don't turn this into a nurses are nurses are strong. Like I believe nurses are great people. They're strong, but Luke Cage is huge. Luke Cage is a big man. <laughs> I mean, like she had to have had some help, I guess, or, but doesn't seem to have. Yeah, she didn't know who trying Malcolm to keep it was. Secret, didn't know who Malcolm was. Like, that would have explained it if Malcolm was outside when she pulled up to the curb or something. Yeah. We could have had that conversation outside. But the fact that she just, like, goes from the hospital to the bed, I was like, what? How did you, um, <laughs> He's rather large. Mm-hmm. I also thought... <sighs> That's I... why she was so tired. <laughs> Told you. So I got a long shift ahead, and I just got done carrying. Uh, <laughs> I just got carrying done moving him. I also really the final scene. Uh, just felt a little wasted. Kilgrave felt wasted. It didn't feel epic to me. Like his whole thing about taking uh, Trish away. That all, that all was really effective, but. Well, this whole series has just been a psychological thriller, like a, a mental breakdown kind of show. Yeah. And it only makes sense for the final, like, the epic showdown at the end to be a mental breakdown of him, like, between the two of them. Agreed. And for it to be, like, an epic smackdown would be more along the lines of Daredevil. I guess maybe if I'd been, maybe if they'd done a better job of misdirecting me. And yeah. making me think that she was under his control. Right. You know, some, something like that. I don't know. I just didn't feel that last thing. I was like, it, it made Kilgrave look stupid to me. Because I was like... Well, like, if he uh, if he had... If he had fallen for it, and then, like, they both got on the boat, and they were sailing away somewhere, and they're in the middle of the ocean, and you think that she's under his control, it's like, wow, you... She actually did get controlled again. That's too bad. And they're like in the middle of the ocean, and then she just breaks his neck and throws him over the side and then flies away. 
Something yeah, like that. Something like that would have been then fun. And credits roll. <laughs> uh, and then Daredevil sweeps in and says, you can't do that. <laughs> um, not, nah, international not, waters. Not in, my, not in Hell's Kitchen. Not in my city. This isn't your city. International waters, whatever. <laughs> um, he couldn't be charged. So, so hey, the show's amazing. I love the show. Yeah. But I'm a little disappointed that I, I feel like this is the second show they've done that I've kind of felt disappointed in the last episode. Well, at least she didn't have a goofy costume at the end. True. She didn't have a goofy costume at the end. Uh, but I, I, I kind of almost felt... It almost felt like she did. Like she became a different kind of hero for the last... This whole show, he's been the psychological villain. And she's been the investigator who's trying to outwit him. Yeah. And in this final episode, it felt a little more like a formulaic, like, I mean, he had literally like an army of cops and then an army of uh, hospital workers and an army of cops and then an army of people at the docks. Like, he just kept putting like people between them, like, which he's done all along, but it's been a little more like, it's been a little more psychological up till now. This was literally, I don't know, this was literally her having to kind of punch her way through things. Well... That final scene with everybody at the docks, like, it may not have been at the docks, but there was a scene in comics that was exactly that. Yeah. Where there were a ton of people out, and he said, everyone, turn to the, I think it was like, turn to the person to your left and beat them to death. And that's pretty much what started happening there, except it was fewer people, but yeah, still. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's similar to the comics, and I think that's... That was the more interesting of them, I yeah. think. And most of it was just him sending the hospital and the cops were just him telling, you know, literally sending a physical threat at Jessica. Yeah, which, trying to trying to slow her down in some way. <laughs> which to me doesn't seem nearly as vexing to Jessica or dangerous as all of the you all know, the people killing each other. Yeah, the emotional that tests her hero. Yeah, her inner hero. They give her moral choices to make. Like, yeah. is it worth killing Kilgrave if I have to this, risk this person's life or risk these four people on the bar's life or uh, risk Hope's life or whatever? Like, yeah. all of that was a little more along what I was wanting out of a final battle between them. I got um, you. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't pull it off for me. Uh, so, so it, all in all, great show. Didn't stick the landing the way I wanted it to, though. Oh man, it's so it's just abysmal that I think of like one of the worst DC movies when you say stick the landing like that. What what is that? It was um Was it Batman? It was Batman Forever. Jim Carrey in the okay. kind of early movie. Right. Ooh, great form, a little rough on the landing. He may have to settle for the bronze. Yeah. That's exactly what I think of. Good stuff. And I hate myself for it. Oh, why? That's a. That's not. I don't think that's the. That's not the worst. It's not the it's worst. It's not thing Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> which is the worst. Chill. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Dark Knight Rises. Chill. Ch- freeze in hell, Batman. <laughs> Pay attention to the gauges, Batman. So They're the harbingers of your doom. I d- <laughs> I definitely don't want to be a downer on this final episode, but what, so what, what did you think? I loved it. When Claire first showed up, I was like, it's Claire! Yeah. And I raised my arms up. I was me, all excited. Me too. Me too. I was very <laughs> excited to see Claire. 
And I was excited to see Claire all the way through. Yeah, um, I kept wanting her to call Daredevil. Me too. I just kept wanting her to call Matt. It's good that we know that she. Um, or it's good that we know where she is. It's sad that she got her lease broken, right? Or her lease severed. No longer at the same apartment. Yeah. So after the Russians tried to destroy it. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. Been there, done that. Lost my lease. Yep. And like. We got good resolution on Luke. He's okay. He decided to go, and I—I'm assuming he went to go find himself. Like, Kilgrave's not there anymore. Jessica took care of him. Now I got to go figure me out. Well, yeah, and we need to figure him out. I have no idea who he is anymore. Yeah, or in relation to Jessica. Yeah, and we don't really know much about Luke except for who he is in relation to Jessica, and we know he has secrets. In his past that he hasn't told us yet. Experiment. Um, yeah, we know that he was experimented on in this show. We don't know how or what or yeah. who or what, who he's hiding from. Um, you know, if he has other criminal things in his past. Uh, you know, uh, the all the voicemail messages at the end of it. Like, first off, that, that, sets, cool. up, that sets up a great, like tie-in or like a great opening for a second season like yeah sure. she now has work yeah continuing but it also reminded me of like when all of these people were like hey please help me please help me i was like it sounds like they need a hero for for hire <laughs> indeed hmm. indeed maybe um maybe they should call somebody <laughs> I, I i just liked it i liked that it uh it sets her up as a hero. Yeah. You know, it sets her up as yeah. a... But, and, and I love that Malcolm picked up the phone. She was deleting messages. The girl's like, my boyfriend is, is, is beating me and I don't know what to do. Deleted. <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> Jess, come on. Before it got to saying, like, Jessica Jones, you're the one that, that blah, blah, blah. I was like, is this Luke's phone? Are these people, like, wanting him to help? Has he been doing this all along? <laughs> No, no, this is Jessica's phone. It's Jessica's phone. Oh, well. Cool. Well, I, I... I would still give this episode a pretty high rating. Oh, yeah. It was a great... A great ending to it. I just... I really didn't like that Kilgrave had to die. But I there's... I mean, they can't contain him. It's true. That's all well, there is to it. they can. I don't know. I guess now that he's extended his reach so much... Yeah. He would be pretty hard to contain because I think at this point, given his new abilities, he probably could have even like been able to speak through that hermetically sealed room. But maybe not. I'm not sure. Well, I I think they have to hear him for the command to go. Well, yeah, but like through the speaker, like yeah. Well, well, he was able to do it in the hospital, so maybe he could do it through that speaker now. Should never turn it on. True. Does this... Just put him in there and deposit food like through a chute that's like. Yeah. A ways up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's possible. All right. Uh, I guess let's do these feedbacks for Ooh. Jessica Jones. I got a, I got a better way. I got a better way. <laughs> Not for the feedback. Sorry. A, a better way to take care of good old Kilgrave. Yeah. There. Hermetically sealed room. No, mm-hmm. no way in or out. The only person that can get into there is somebody who can phase through walls. Guess who can? Vision. Guess who also doesn't fall prey to mind control? Vision. Yes. <laughs> vision would, can feed him. That would be great if we wanted to use Vision as just a prison guard. And then beat the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> when I mean, needed. 
when needed vision, and they're both kind of purple. Yeah. I was actually kind of hoping, not that he'd go straight purple, but when, when, he, when he got the last dose and he looks up at the camera and his veins are turning red in his neck, yeah. it's like a real quick shot. I was really kind of hoping they'd go there, like in that final scene that he'd have like just red, like red veins in his face, like, or I'm sorry, purple veins in his face. He wasn't I thought that the red would, man. Yeah, I don't know why I was going red. <laughs> I thought it would be really cool if he just like continued to have purple veins all like running through yeah, his face. Yeah, like if it just grew steadily. Yeah. Maybe to or the point to where it was going to kill him. Ah, oh, maybe the strain could have killed him. There are so many ways that this could have gone without Jessica being the killer hero. No, I'm fine with her killing him. Yeah. Totally fine with it. I, I, know, I know that's a hero trope that they don't kill. But uh, it kind of needed. To sometimes happen. it has to happen. And Kilgrave was one of those cases that, while I don't like that Kilgrave's gone because I like Kilgrave so much, I don't mind that Jessica is is willing to go that far. Yeah, and it'll give her and Daredevil something to fight over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least about. I've never killed before. And she yeah, still well, doesn't. It had to happen. She still doesn't try to kill. She still is trying not to kill people. Yeah. But that is just a case where I mean, it needed to be done. She punched somebody. To death, basically. Just one good punch. She shot a guy in the head. Yep. Didn't kill him, though. Thank God for that. And then there was also the neck snap. Yep. Anyway. So let's talk about feedback. Uh, Yoda yeah. Hugh hits us, on, uh, hits us on Twitter. It says, MCU cast, I just finished. Hashtag Jessica Jones last night. Amazing show. Love the last two episodes. We did, too. Yeah. He also says, David Tennant looks like he would give an amazing hug. Yeah, he's got that, like, his arms are just real, like, bendy and stretchy. <laughs> he does look like he'd give an amazing hug. You're totally right. <laughs> Is he Mr. Fantastic? He's a little Mr. Fantastic-y. Ooh, he would be a great Mr. Fantastic. Mm, he's, he's too fiendish. Not always. He's too fiendish. He does always have a little bit of a dark side. Yeah. Mark Margo hits this on Twitter says, MCU cast finally finished Jessica Jones. What an amazing and well done series! Exclamation mark. Agreed. <laughs> Exclamation mark. <laughs> mark. Mark Margo says, yeah. after watching Jessica Jones, I was hoping for a secret link to an episode 14. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't want it to stop for sure. It, it, it did end in a nice place. I watched the uh, se- half season finale of Walking Dead last night. And I think that may have ended in the worst place I've ever seen a finale end. (laughs) I don't know if anybody's watching Walking Dead right now, but that was probably the worst place to end a season. Like, it was a mid-season finale. Yeah, but they they normally on that show up till now they do like a mid-season and it ends like almost like a season finale, and then it comes back. There's like at least some sort of because you're not gonna see anything for two months. This was not even a cool way to end an episode. Like. I'm pretty upset about it, okay. but but this had a nice, nice like bow tied, yeah. Looking toward the future, but ever all the stories are closed off. Like it, yeah, all it, the current nice. stories are closed, and we've got options for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Because like we could very easily say, you know, oh, there wasn't a second series or a second uh, season, so obviously that IGH thing was just another dead end because they said there's been so many dead ends. Sure, sure, sure. You know. Anything like that. Headcanon <laughs> could happen. 
Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy says to us on Facebook, Finish Jessica Jones, gonna need a little headcanon to explain how S.H.I.E.L.D. knew about the chick with staple fingers, but not certain people from this show. Luckily, I think that's my only quibble. Um, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. probably does know about her. Wouldn't you think? Maybe. I mean, they're not obviously interface, but there there have been lots of superpowered people around the uh, around, around on on Agents of Shield that they knew about. They just never. Yeah, she might be in the index without yeah. actually being like somebody they go to. Yeah, I I, I have a feeling they have to have. Known, I I would think they would know about her. Maybe I may be wrong, but I think they would know about her. And I think he meant scalpel fingers. Oh yeah yeah oh. That, that lady. Those were intense. That lady was intense. Matthew Ryan Cronin hits us on Facebook, says, final or finale episode, spoiler, I wanted Rosario Dawson to say yes to 5 a.m. bourbon. Me too. Right? And I wanted sexy things to happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we have a voicemail as well. Hey, so I love the new Jessica Jones, but am I the only one who has a problem with the villain? who can be rendered powerless just by wearing, like, noise-canceling ear protection. I mean, he has to tell you what to do. If you can't hear him, he can't mind-control you. So it kind of seems obvious. Why doesn't Jessica Jones just get some earplugs? Or, well, I guess not Jessica. I mean, anybody just get earplugs, and then it wouldn't work. I think that is a uh, a fun point. But as we saw in the – they mentioned this at one point that – um, if he can't hear him or see him. So I'm assuming whatever the virus is, you also have to respond to his f- gestures. So if, if he if he gestured for you to take off the headphones, you'd probably have to comply. Maybe. Um, they, they mentioned that at one point, that you, you, if you can see him, he can still do it. You, you can't see him or hear him, uh, and it has to be sharing the same air, I guess, because of the virus. And we, we noticed that in, a, in the last, last episode where you have... Um, uh, beats by Dre. <laughs> beats by Dre on Trisha's head. <laughs> uh, she's also never looks at him. She keeps her eyes down to the floor. Yeah. And then at some point she gets knocked over, and then she can hear and see him. Yeah. And then it all, it, it all goes right. But yeah, like that is pretty funny. If only she were a better fighter, she could have kept them on her head. Yeah. Or if she had had the sport version. <laughs> it's true. Why use an over-the-ear headphones? Right? Like... <laughs> We got better, way better technology than that. <laughs> this is like time to go buy you some like nice five hundred dollar in ear monitors that you can like lock in there. Yep, yep. Get, get you some ear molded kind, like, <laughs> like us uh, musicians use. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we really appreciate all you guys listening to our individual episode reviews of Jessica Jones. I've had a blast doing them, um, and we, we really. Really do appreciate getting getting to talk to all of you and hearing all back from all of you. And I'm so tired. I'm so tired. It's been, it's been but a busy, I love you. It's been a busy couple weeks. Yeah, it is. Um, but we'll be back. And on our uh, on our Agents of Shield episode this week, uh, we should be having an extra super special guest, uh, Mr. Seth Everett, from every other sports podcast and news thing ever oh yeah cool <laughs> he's on uh he's on espn news a lot he has his own uh podcast called the hall of justice podcast that's on blog talk radio as well yeah we're, we're in talks with him to join us on uh for this week's 
regularly scheduled shield cast. So yep. uh, yeah, we'd we'd love we'd love to hear from all of you guys about uh, what you thought of this retrospective we've done so far uh, of this watch through uh, Jessica Jones and what you guys want in the future. Uh, we really have uh, had a blast. All right. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, mcucast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash mcucast, pretty much mcucast everywhere, or if you want to call us, call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you're looking to support the show, uh, just go to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, and give us a five-star review or a thumbs up or a like or whatever the heart uh, on twitter heart on twitter heart all of those all things all of my shares on twitter heart heart, heart us please we're real <laughs> we desperate. heart you we're real desperate for the heart